This is a Woodside Church podcast. Good morning. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. What a wonderful morning. Gary, thank you very much for bringing us into the God's presence and giving me the mic to share the word of God. Hallelujah. What a place to stand. Praise God. I thank God for this opportunity to you know, share the word of God to my parent church. And I thank my elders for trusting in me and giving me this one-off preach, not the series. And then I wanted to put whatever God has put in my heart to all of you. Hallelujah. Are you ready for the word of God? Yes. How many of you come with expectation heart? Yes. I challenge you, you will go with something in your heart today. Hallelujah. Praise God. That's what Martin said. He has got a word. One is passion, presence, and power. So you will receive all of that as you leave the building today. Praise God. That's what I've been praying. Those who, Lord, bring the people whom you wanted to bring. And when they come, they should not go back as they come. So receive the Holy Spirit and then go with that strength. So I'm, my topic today is uh, Holy Spirit and us. I've been traveling across UK with this topic, Life in the Holy Spirit, with my dear friend, Tim Green, and then someone heard in U.S., about our conference with Tim Green. And then they said to one of my friends, who is in Kent, oh, we want this team to come to US. I didn't tell Tim Green yet. (laughs) (laughs) So I need to tell him to pack and then ready to move. There is no retirement in the kingdom of God. (laughs) Hallelujah. So when I start meditating on this, for this church, my church, the scripture portion came to me is First Corinthians 12, 1 to 7. It talks about uh, uh, spiritual gifts and filling with the Holy Spirit and the gifts of the Spirit. Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I do not want you to be ignorant. You know that you are Gentiles, carried away to these dumb idols, however you are led. Therefore, I make you known to you that No one speaking by the Spirit of God calls Jesus accursed. And no one can say that Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. There are diversities of gifts by the same Spirit. There are differences of ministries by the same Lord. And there are diversities of activities, but it's the same God who works all in all. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each each one for the profit of all or for the common good. So most people tend to focus only on the physical nature of their lives, their own things, their own spiritual things, forgetting what the Spirit is saying. We tell ourselves that the soul therein, you know, if you read Corinthians, 1 Corinthians 15, Paul writes, if at all this is the life, then the Christians are fools. That's what he writes. But I want to tell you today, there is life after death. There is much more to life than what we see now. 
what we do now, it will take you to the much more life, the eternal life which we are singing this morning. Hallelujah. That is what we are learning. That is where we are getting trained. That is where we are equipped, not only to us to be in heaven, but to take all who are all in contact with us to share the word, share the love of God, share the love of Jesus and bring them into the kingdom. Hallelujah. Praise God. From this, we learn three things. I wanted to share as preachers three things. <laughs> I learned from this church, to be honest. <laughs> three points together. It makes us to focus, you see. So first thing is, let us learn about the Holy Spirit. Let us learn about the Holy Spirit. As we read, now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I do not want you to be ignorant. Let's all say ignorant. So Paul is insisting on not to be ignorant of the Holy Spirit. He talks about the spiritual gifts, but let me take you first. We should not be ignorant of the Holy Spirit. Paul is saying, don't overlook the spiritual side of life. Don't be ignorant of the role of the Holy Spirit who plays in your life. Most religious folks think that because they cannot see the Holy Spirit, then he is not at work in their lives. I tell you, there are a lot of theology, a lot of things I have been gone across. The reason why God has given me this subject is that I've been into the people, as soon as they say word of Holy Spirit, mm, they'll turn their face and then put away. Praise God, those people are filled with the Holy Spirit, speaking in tongues and received the Holy Spirit in their lives. Hallelujah. It took 12 years though. So now I wanted to talk, before we learn about the Holy Spirit, I want to talk something a bit different coming to the Holy Spirit. I want to talk about Jesus first. Matthew 4.17, you know, Jesus starts his public ministry, public statement, public preaching after he was in the wilderness and then coming out of that full of the Holy Spirit. Say everybody, full of the Holy Spirit. Jesus began to preach. You know what was his first to preach? He said, repent. The kingdom of God is near. The kingdom of God has come. Repent means, you know, you might have heard many times, Devon is sharing about that turning 180 degrees. This said, repent is something you need to rethink. Change your mind. Change your thinking. That is repent. The kingdom has come. The kingdom is at hand. What is this kingdom has come? Why Jesus has to tell that kingdom has come? Why he has to proclaim, repent, the kingdom has come? He is introducing a kingdom. Then I started to Google what is kingdom. <clears throat> this is a definition. If you're writing, write it down. Governing influence and authority of a king over a territory. Impacting with his will, with his purpose, and his intentions. That is the kingdom. I repeat, governing influence and authority of a king over a territory. Impacting with his will, it is with his purpose, and with his intention. That's why kingdom must have dominion. That's king, dominion, kingdom. 
king dominion you can't have a king without territory and you cannot have you know you can't be a king without territory you can't be a king without people or something to rule you should have people citizens to rule and you should have a king jesus did not come to earth to introduce a religion or a tradition but a kingdom a government hallelujah as great britain has got so many colonies where i come from is also one of the colony one of the commonwealth country so when a king or a queen from here sent a governor king did not go there or a queen did not go there but they sent a governor who will be representing the kingdom hallelujah and then the governor will not speak on his own he will do whatever the kingdom says whatever the king or the queen says whatever the rule comes from here see look in india even if it is 42 degree centigrade outside sweating inside still will wear the tie and the socks and then tuck in with a belt that is the tradition that the culture of the kingdom of britain <laughs> so jesus didn't come to introduce religion that's a kingdom actually when adam did you know what he did was a civil war god gave the dominion to adam he created he gave the dominion that means he gave the kingdom he gave the authority he gave what you call the power of attorney i know civil is a solicitors here i'm using the right words yeah is a power of attorney he used the power of attorney he used that authority to cut him off from that kingdom he separated from this he used misused that authority and then he became independent and then he was powerless or say something let me put today is monday adam is sinless he has not sinned and tomorrow tuesday he has sinned have you seen any difference between monday and tuesday when you see him there was no change bible says that you will die god said if you eat the fruit of this tree you will die but did he die no he had the animals he had the fish he had everything as normal you would have not noticed what he has lost he has lost the kingdom he has lost the holy spirit that is what happens in our lives when we the same thing happened in samson he didn't know that the lord left him so he separated from the kingdom that's why nicodemus if you read bible john 33 nicodemus the priest the, the pharisee went to jesus in the night and asked i know you are doing all these things i know it is in the power of god and then jesus was no how do i inherit this kingdom jesus said unless you born again you will not see the kingdom of god you will not inherit the kingdom of god what is this born again that means you need to get that spirit back you need to get that life back what adam was lost hallelujah that's what uh, jesus was telling nicodemus you are born in the darkness you are born in the flesh now you need to born in the kingdom of god so that is the kingdom side 
governor does not speak the same language he speak different he does not look like them his pigmentation is different his culture is not like the same of the people his culture is god's culture when they say governor holy spirit is the governor his culture is different because he has come from somewhere else he is different from the people he has to teach them the new language he doesn't act like them he is different he doesn't think like them because the the thoughts are different i came to give the thoughts of god that's what the holy spirit does god said my thoughts are not your thoughts and my ways are not your ways his ways his lifestyle is different the kingdom culture is different that's the reason the holy spirit the governor has come to change us it is impossible to say you are in the kingdom of god but not changed when we say that we are in the kingdom and if you don't change we are always with our own selfish desires that means we have not changed the holy spirit the governor has to has come to give this new kingdom back into our lives hallelujah that's why holy spirit is a governor that god has sent to kingdom upside down so let us learn as we see jesus has pointing out you know we know that <clears throat> where did we where did adam lost the kingdom right in the beginning at genesis genesis you know when he sinned he lost that kingdom and then god promised we look in uh, we look in um, uh acts 14 we look in acts 14 where we see i just asked tom to put that one it was not in my notes but i just asked him to put and being assembled together with them he commanded them not to depart from jerusalem but to wait for the promise of the father say promise of the father promise, promise of the father which he said you will have you have heard from me for john truly baptized with water but you shall be baptized with the holy spirit not many days from now so where was this promise where did god promised about the holy spirit right in the beginning in genesis when adam sinned when adam separated god said i will use the same woman i'll put the same seed in her and then the son will be born and then the spirit the, the kingdom will come back and he will crush your head he was speaking to the satan he will crush your head i'm tell you that is the promise that god has done in the beginning joel repeats in 228 your sons and daughters will prophesy your fathers know you will dream dreams and your young people will have visions and then that is where he said that i will pour out my spirit on all flesh that's also connects with this promise this promise when jesus arrived when jesus came yes he lived 
He died on the cross, took the sins of the world. He was buried, rose back. We had a baptism Easter Sunday, last Sunday. What a wonderful Easter message. If you heard, if you're not heard, please go back and hear. There's a beautiful truth. You know, what they saw flesh was good for us without seeing him in flesh. Wow, fantastic. So he died and then rose back. The same spirit which raised Jesus Christ from the dead is the same spirit which is living in us as well. And then that is not the end. That is not the end. Oh yes, he's rose back. He took away the sins and then he's become a savior. That's not the end. He said there is one more act I need to do. After he resurrected, he met with the, met with the disciples and one day he said, wait in Galilee. And then he went there when they were afraid of the Jewish authorities. He went there and then he held each one and then he breathed the Holy Spirit and said, receive the Holy Spirit. Then the things are completed. The kingdom has come back. The Spirit of God has come back. That is why the promise, has, promise of God has come back to us. The Spirit, the Holy Spirit, most neglected the most important person on the earth is the Holy Spirit. And he's the most misunderstood person on the earth. He's also most misunderstood part of the Trinity of God. Most of the people, as soon as you say Holy Spirit, as I said, no, they don't look at it at all. They don't consider it at all. He is the only person from heaven living on the earth in person, invisible. He's the only person whom we have a contact from heaven to talk. He is the only person who is able to teach us on the earth from heaven. Let us consider him. Holy Spirit is the only evidence of the presence of heaven. He is the only contact we have on this earth from heaven. Hallelujah. So let us learn more about the Holy Spirit. That is the kingdom. Let us learn more about the Holy Spirit. Who is the Holy Spirit? Is a promise of God, I said. Many of the people, many people think Holy Spirit as something it. Holy Spirit is not it. Did you feel it? Did you got it? Holy Spirit is not it. Bible never refers Holy Spirit as it. Always He. He. The Holy Spirit will come and reveal the truth. He, the Holy Spirit, will teach you. He, the Holy Spirit, will remind you. He, the Holy Spirit, will tell whatever the things coming. He, he always refers as he. Number two, Holy Spirit is not a cloud or a mist or a smoke. I went to one church in Milton Keynes. Everybody said, oh, beautiful church, lovely church and things like that. It, it was beautiful. It was fantastic. I was sitting 10 minutes before. And then the, before the worship started, they put one pipe from there and one pipe from here. And whoosh. <laughs> I was looking at those sides. What they're doing? Smoke. Creating an artificial atmosphere. I tell you, the, whatever the people said, everything was punctured. Not, 
thing was able to get into my heart after I seen that smoke coming in. Why? Why do you create? Holy Spirit is not a smoke. It's not a cloud. It's not a mist. Holy Spirit is not a feeling. He's not feeling, but he can affect your emotions to cause you to feel his presence. But he's not a feeling. Holy Spirit is a person, as I said. When he, the Holy Spirit, comes, he's a person. He has a personality. He has a character. He has characteristics. He is character and he has characteristics. Holy Spirit is a person. He is a personality. Holy Spirit has senses like you and me and feelings. He is not a feeling, but he has feelings. You can grieve the Holy Spirit. You can hurt the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit is God. He is God. Bible refers him as Spirit of God. Bible says God is Spirit they that worship him, they must spirit, worship in truth and in spirit. Because God is spirit. Holy Spirit is God. Hallelujah. That's what he said, Jesus. So precious Holy Spirit. Jesus said, you can talk about me anything. You spit on me. You mock me. But don't sin against the Holy Spirit. You will not be forgiven. Because he is so precious. He is the one, the promise of God. You can grieve him. Now, <clears throat> Holy Spirit, you know, he can get hurt. If I'm speaking to Martin, or Martin is speaking to me, and then I am keep ignoring him, and then he's keep coming, I am keep ignoring, eventually, I will stop talking. He will stop talking to me all the time. Whenever I'm trying to contact him, whenever I'm trying to tell him something, he's not listening. That's what Martin is feeling. Then finally Martin will think, oh, enough, I don't want to talk to him anymore. <laughs> because I'm not responding. I'm ignoring him. Just check how many times we have ignored the voice of the Holy Spirit. How many times we hurt him. That's how he feels. Years, years we ignored. Who is this Holy Spirit? Again, you know, Jesus very clearly describes in John 16, 13 to 15. But when he, the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of truth comes, he will guide you. Into all truths. He will not speak on his own. He will speak only what he hears. And he will tell. See these are the senses of the Holy Spirit. He can hear. He can tell. He can speak. He will tell you what is yet to come. He will glorify me. Because it is from me. That he will receive what he will make known to you. It is Holy Spirit. God reveal, gets to the Holy Spirit. And Holy Spirit will reveal to us. 
he will tell us he will speak to us he will guide us he will direct us it is holy this is him the holy spirit who makes all these things why we have to ignore him he's right with us to change his church completely like heaven he's right with us but we are ignoring him i want three people please just quick small demonstration yeah, i got me for time yeah can i ask paul paul cameron yeah come come peter and andy <laughs> come come quick 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 so this is just a quick demonstration of come come here come here come here stand here yeah face this side you come here you come 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 <laughs> right you know who they are god the father <laughs> son jesus person the holy spirit god the father god the son god the holy spirit they are three in one they are three in one okay they are three because of redemption purpose because of the salvation purpose they took three dimensions and became three roles god the father here yeah son jesus and the holy spirit for redemption purpose jesus says he came died on the cross took our sins and tell you he cannot forgive anybody jesus cannot forgive anybody remember he said if you forgive the those who persecute you my father will forgive those who are sin against you if you forgive them my father will forgive he will take me or the person who you know he will take i have washed him he is cleansed just forgive him father say i'll forgive you jesus will take but to go to father i need to go to jesus to go to jesus i need to contact the holy spirit he is the key person he is in contact on the earth he will either come to you to convict you once he is convicted you will come to him and then he will take me to the to jesus then jesus looks at yes the holy spirit has done his work he is convicted i will wash him i will cleanse him i will make him holy and then i will take him to the father who will forgive me and then says no he they will talk see i have cleansed i have died i i i have died for him you better forgive him see this is what the 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 trinity works this is where the trinity works father son and the holy spirit working together for the redemption purpose thank you thank you very much <clears throat> number 2 now we learned bit of holy spirit number 2 let us be filled with the holy spirit let us be filled with the holy spirit do not be drunk with wine because that will ruin your life instead be filled with the holy spirit we need to be filled with the holy spirit obvious question comes you know the, then again paul says but i say walk by the spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh you know listen to him listen to the holy spirit 
that split movement between you and the holy spirit when holy spirit is speaking to you that split movement making that right choice it determine your way your direction you may resist him no i don't want to that is ignoring him if you consider you will be moving in the direction what god wants in your life so we need to listen to the voice of the holy spirit you know if we live by the spirit let us also keep in step with the spirit teachers and teacher and the student hanging out together you know is together teacher will be teacher is a holy spirit he will be teaching i'm the student listening and he will be teaching i'm listening as you listen as you learn you will be progressing to the direction the purpose of god in your life hallelujah the obvious question is how do i get filled with the holy spirit simple ask god ask god to be filled with the holy spirit so filling in the holy spirit is not you know when you are saved you received the holy spirit all of the holy spirit is not part all of the holy spirit you received when you said when you are filled with the holy spirit doesn't mean that you get more of the spirit it means that the spirit gets more of you being filled being filled with the holy spirit means being led by the holy spirit being controlled by the holy spirit that is the key to victorious living that's what paul says walk by the spirit listen to him get close to him consider him acknowledge what he says he is from heaven on the earth number 3 let us discover our spiritual gift and use it now to each one of each one the manifestation of the spirit is given for the common good every gift is given for the common good to benefit others to encourage others paul you know is mentioning is mentioned several gifts of the spirit including wisdom knowledge faith gifts on all of that is mentioning in the spirit he has got all the gifts he is ready to give let me conclude i know running out of time let me conclude in john 4 when jesus met with samaritan woman he said if you drink the water i give you you will never be thirsty john 4:14 but whoever drinks the water i gave them will never thirst indeed the water i give them will become in them a spring of water welling up to eternal life you will become a well when you drink the water jesus gives you you will become well read the next one more verse 7 john 7 37 to 39 on the last and the greatest day of the festival jesus stood and said in a loud voice let anyone who is thirsty come to me and drink lord jesus said if you drink you'll never be thirsty now if any one of you thirsty come and drink what you will become rivers of living water the rivers of living water will flow from in you when you drink you will become a well you all we are all well here we are all well god's well we received the holy spirit we are all well we will definitely go to heaven 100% you because you received jesus christ but in deep inside the well there is speaking in tongues 
there is a gift of healing there is a miracle working power the power is inside that's what martin was referring this morning the power is inside recognize don't be ignorant of that you are there is a power working inside of you activate it listen to the spirit of god bring it out and then you will become the you will become what is that uh, the the rivers of living water you will become rivers of living water don't stay with well of course you will go to heaven but today god is reminding us to if you are thirsty come and drink of me you will become the rivers of living water how many of want to be how many of you are thirsty are you thirsty are you passion to be thirsty for the kingdom of god to come on this earth you are a kingdom because the holy spirit lives in you you are a kingdom to bring the kingdom though i live on this earth though i live in this world i am not of this world that means i am the kingdom of god to bring the kingdom on this earth how many of you thirsty for that are you thirsty to bring the kingdom on this earth are you thirsty to use the gifts of the spirit which is which is freely given to you to bring people i was there yesterday charles uncle was distributing the leaflet in the town center my tears came to me there is no power people are not recognizing not looking at it we are he is going i was there with him he is going to give i said no 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 they said no 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 only one person took and then put in the bag and then gone there's no power let us ask god let us ask the holy spirit let us listen to the holy spirit let us not ignore him let us receive the power of the holy spirit in our lives let us move into the streets with signs wonders and miracles to happen if it is happened in those those days it will happen now because it's the same god same spirit we have come on if you are thirsty raise your feet raise raise onto your feet and close your eyes if you are thirsty if you are thirsty ask god now ask god lord i need you i need you lord we have ignored you many times we have disappointed you lord i need you i need you lord we have grieved you we have hurt you we want lord as early churches they demonstrated your power lord wherever they went the signs wonders miracles followed we don't want to live in those things we wanted to focus upon you by doing this lord with this power we will bring the kingdom on this earth as you taught us let your kingdom come on this earth as it is in heaven lord then you said seek you first the kingdom of god all things shall be added help us to seek the kingdom we are thirsty we are thirsty lord as a woodside church we are thirsty we are hunger for more thank you lord jesus philus philus you have been 
listening to a Woodside Church podcast. For more information, visit woodsidechurch.com.